Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for standing by for me, Dr. Hansen. How are y'all doing over there? Happy New Year to all of you. Good, Shannon. Happy New Year to you. It's great to be back with you, my friend. Folks, welcome aboard. We've got a new time with World Ministries International. <laughs> We're here on Fridays, and that is uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Check out their website, worldministries.org.com. Dr. Hansen, uh, thank you for uh, working with me on this schedule. And uh, I've been following your work on Facebook and your time of ministry. You've been on the road, and I know you all have got some great reports. Uh, with that, um, I'm just going to turn it over to you. You want to open us up in prayer? The mic is yours. Father God, I want to thank you again for this opportunity. We don't take it for granted to trying to silence your voice. Consequently, your voice is spoken through true men and women of God. They're trying to silence us. Father God, we thank you that we can still sound the alarm. We can roar like a lion. We can represent you, dear God. So help us tonight, dear God, as we come against deception by bringing the truth out. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We'll give you glory and praise, dear God. Honor our efforts. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome all of you that are watching or listening to the warning program. Yes, this is on television tonight. Also, Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, Bali, Indonesia. He's hosting it, syndicated, going around the world. So Shannon, again, we're on television tonight here at World Ministries. Uh, Dr. Buckhart is sitting beside me, and I want you to uh, also contribute. I'll be asking you questions. I'm uh, glad to be a part of it and excited to be here tonight. Thank you. Now, I want to talk about tonight, Palestine, Beast, Israel, Betrayed. Palestine, Beast, Israel, Betrayed. Now, just for information, just two days ago, I got an invitation to go back to the Knesset. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, and I'll be going back. Uh, I'm scheduled next week to be in Kenya for three different uh, major meetings, and uh, then I'll be going to Israel. Now, uh, I can't make the Knesset Christian joint meeting because I'm in Kenya. They just sent me that invitation, but I'll be going by special invitation February or March. So I'll be going to meet with the World Jewish Congress, Shai Hermish, and uh, different members of the Knesset. Now, again, Palestine beast, Israel betrayed. Who you see sitting beside me is Dr. Buckhart. If you're watching the warning program, you will see him different times on my program. Was a Northwest Airline pilot, Flew these jets 32 years, and now he's been flying with me for uh, 25 years. Again, Palestine beast, Israel betrayed. Now, what you're seeing out there is a lot of deception, ladies and gentlemen. Truth takes away deception. We're being lied to through the mass media. The world is being lied to. So I want to clarify some points. Who are the real Palestinians? According to wikiquote.org, Golemir was an Israeli politician and one of the founders of the state of Israel. She served as Minister of Labor, Foreign Minister, and as the fourth Prime Minister of Israel. Golemir said, quote, When were there Palestinians born? When were they born? 
What was all this area before the First World War when Britain got the mandate over Palestine? What was Palestine then? Palestine then was the area between the Mediterranean and the Iraqi border. Eastern West Bank was Palestine. I am a Palestinian. From 1921 to 1948, I carried a Palestinian passport. Every Jew, every Hebrew living there at that time was a Palestinian. There was no such thing in this area as Jews and Arabs and Palestinians. There were only Jews and Arabs. There was no such thing as Palestinians other than all of us together. Now, the Jews have been in Jerusalem since 1200 B.C., long before Islam was created in 610 A.D., which is 1800 years after the Jews had already been living in Israel today, including what they call the occupied and those areas in disputes. So again, Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament, 139 times in the New Testament, for a total of 806 times in the Bible. The Koran, in it, Jerusalem is not mentioned even once. Shannon. Yes, sure. What do you think about that? The Palestinians, there were no such thing. Absolutely. You're giving true history here. There was no Palestinian king in history. There's been no Palestinian currency. But I know what the Bible says. And if I may read a verse for you, Joshua chapter 15, list the land deed for the tribe of Judah, the Jews. And it says, this then was the lot of the tribe of the children of Judah by their families, even to the border of Edom, the wilderness of Zin, southward was the uttermost part of the south coast. There's about 45 verses there that lay out the land deed of the land. And uh, when you get down to verse 47, which I'm going to read for you, just take just a moment. It says, Ashdod with her towns and her villages, Gaza with her towns and her villages, unto the river of Egypt and the great sea and the border thereof, and it goes on and on. God gave a land deed to the tribe of Judah, the Jews, which includes Gaza, which is in dispute right now. The, the fact remains that God gave Gaza to the Jews, along with Jerusalem and a lot of other land. The problem we've got in the church is the church doesn't read the Bible, apparently. Because if you do, then we need to agree with God. It's his land to give away who he wants. And he said, I'm going to dispossess the inhabitants of the land because of their wickedness. And I'm going to give it to my people for possession. Go and take the land. Now, the real problem What we're seeing is mankind is witnessing a clash of spiritual kingdoms with Jerusalem in the bullseye. Heaven versus hell, Jesus versus Satan, religion versus relationship with God. Jerusalem has always throughout history been the reason for fighting. Whether it's the Babylonians, the Persians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Crusaders, the Turks, and the British Empire. Each of them have had problems controlling Jerusalem. Only when the Jews have controlled Jerusalem was there peace because God gave Jerusalem to the Jews as caretakers for him. Now, Hamas, let's look at it a little bit. The name, the Arabic Islamic Resistance Terrorist Organization lives up to its name of violence. 
It was formed in 1987 to remove, destroy the Jews from Israel. The name Hamas itself is in the Bible. The Hebrew word Hamas means an act of aggression. Headline news says real plan of Hamas kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. In the charter of Hamas, it reads, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Now, what we need to understand, and we've talked about it, Dr. Buckhart, we've done a lot of programs on it in my other studio, and we're in the Chapel of World Ministries International. It's a live audience, because after this we'll be going into prayer. But Hamas has controlled Israel since 2006. Israel gave Gaza back, gave Gaza back to what we call the Arabs or what they like to be called the Palestinians in 2005. So Hamas has controlled Gaza, which used to be Israel, but Hamas has controlled Gaza since 2006. EJ? Yeah, it's interesting that back in 2006 or 2005 when Hamas took over, Gaza was a beautiful, not industrial, beautiful agriculture community. They could do about anything they wanted to in terms of feeding themselves. If you go there today, even before the war broke out, it is one of the poorest areas in the, United, in the world. Now, I want to bring out some other things. I did a, a message called People with Animal Minds and the Worst is Yet to Come. <coughs> what we are talking about are people that God turns over to an animal mind, a beast mind, like Nebuchadnezzar. We'll read about it, where God turned him over to a beast mind. You know, Daniel 4, 16, let his heart be changed from that of a man, let him be given the heart of a beast. And let seven times pass over him. Seven years. He lived like a beast. He had the heart of a beast. Let his heart be changed from that of a mind. Let him be given the heart of a beast. How in the world can you explain the atrocities that the different four empires have done? Men that led him. Hitler, Mussolini, Lenin, Stalin, Mazi Tung, on and on. The atrocities. How can you explain it? It's not human. For instance, let's talk about it a little bit. The world has changed since October 7, 2023. On that day, heavily armed monsters or beasts or animals, people like to say men, shot people in their cars, shot concert goers fleeing on foot, they shot him in the back, tossed grenades in the families, bound, tortured, raped, broke the bones, and murdered women, mutilated elderly, shot and burned children, cut off fingers, feet, toes, breasts, gouged out eyes, tortured people, and torched them alive, decapitated adults, 250 hostage, 1,400 killed, cut babies out of the mother's womb, cut their heads off in front of the mothers, killed the mothers in front of the babies. Now, I could go on and on explaining it, what they did, and you couldn't bear listening to it. What did Hitler do? Skin people alive. Gas chambers. Make their skin into belts, purses. We could go on in that area. The Romans. The crucifixion. 
How do you explain the atrocities around throughout civilizations, so to speak, the four different empires described in Daniel, the monsters that led them, and what they did to innocent people? How do you explain it? Other than men turn into a beast with a reprobate mind. EJ? Yeah, just the fact that you can see here where Satan is ruling right now in the lives of men and women. We fight against powers and principalities, and of course those powers and principalities rule men and women. And so therefore, we're not really fighting man. We're not really fighting Hamas individuals. We're fighting the satanic image that's driving these men to do what they do. Now, the horrific animalistic demonic actions against the Jewish people October 7, 2023, are a foretaste of the Great Tribulation and demonstrates how men can turn into animals, no longer operating with a human mind. Man's capacity for evil is once again on full display, certainly was exposed in the Jewish areas surrounding Gaza. The world witnessed Hamas hatred from hell itself against fellow human beings, whether it be Jews, Americans, Palestinians living in Gaza. Hamas used them as human shields and threw their political opponents off buildings, etc. So Hamas took control of the Gaza. Others that tried to take leadership, if we want to call them Palestinians or Arabs, they would kill them. Hamas has been leading Gaza since 2006. Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005. Yet the world is trying to condemn Israel for controlling Gaza. They have not controlled Gaza. Hamas has been in the leadership of Gaza. Now, even though Biden echoes words of support for Israel, yet the reality is the Biden go government is very hostile for Israel. They talk out both sides of their cheeks. They give billions of dollars for, if we want to say, Hamas, the Palestinians. Biden is carrying out what former President Obama's anti Israel policies were. Obama weakened Israel and empowered Israeli enemies, especially Iran. At one time and at every chance he had, Obama was complicit and responsible for Iran and Hamas murderous crimes against Israel. I believe Hamas, again, backed also in if we want to say secrecy, but if you look at what Obama and Biden have done to support these regimes financially, they are complicit. Obama supported the Muslim Brotherhood and even helped put them in power in Egypt, betraying President Mubarak, who was an ally of America. Obama brought thousands of radical Muslims to America and is still working to overthrow Judeo-Christian values with those of the New World Order, which is Islamic and communistic. So, again, who is really to blame for these deaths? Obama wants the collapse of the republic and been pushing for this lawlessness in America. He backs Antifa, BLM, Islamic terrorist organizations, and Hamas protest in the United States. When he was president, he appointed a CIA communist director, John Brennan. He was involved in framing President Trump. He weaponized the legal system in America, including the CIA, the FBI, the DOJ, and others. These terrorist organizations and countries, such as Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, Syria, 
can see that America doesn't fully support Israel. Now, Iran, Hamas, Hezbollah, and others are becoming emboldened to be more aggressive than their attacks on Israel and people in the United States. Since April 2020, I've had 25 prophetic dreams. They all involve civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. We have seen civil unrest relentlessly throughout America since the dreams. Antifa, BLM, Hamas protests are led by Islamic and communistic professors, terrorists. When President Trump was in office, we witnessed sheer hatred against him, his followers, conservative Supreme Court justices, etc. We can smell the toxic hatred one can right now in America exhibited by liberals, especially those in Congress. America is divided by intent purposely, and our powers are pushing for war, both civil and international. The double standard of justice now in the United States and America is clear even for a blind man. So again, Obama, both places out of his mouth, both sides of his face, two cheeks. Oh, what they did to Israel was bad, but yet the Palestinians are living in horrific situations. So he gives both sides. Well, the Palestinians deserve a state too. They deserve their own state. They've turned down Hamas, a two-state solution, five different times that Israel has offered because they don't want a two-state solution. They want to wipe them out and then America. We see that Obama, Biden, who give Hamas, other organizations, Iran, billions of dollars, and then Say, well, what they did was to Israel was bad, but you can understand. What do you mean we can understand? Hamas is a terrorist organization that murders the innocent. They've turned down a two-state solution. They have control of the Gaza. What is there to understand? They're a terrorist organization. Biden, Obama, you're nothing but a liar. EJ? Well, we're living in an administration here that is also lying, and we know that so-called President Biden is definitely told what to do by Obama. When Obama retired the presidents, most of the presidents go home, and they retire. He bought himself a multi-million dollar home right by the White House, so he could see Biden almost every day. He is still running this country, and that's why we see so much of the Muslims coming into America. Matter of fact, today on the radio, uh, one of the reporters says there's been about 15 million People have come into this country, insurrection, crossing the borders, which is the size of New York City, that have entered this country. And some of these are not very friendly to us. They're coming from countries where they've been trained, where sleeping cells, they call them, ready to, to kill. And yesterday or the day before, I was listening to an interview with one of the young ladies who was released from hostage. Her name was Mia Sheeman, S-C-H-E-M. And she made this comment, which I think you Americans have to understand. Most Americans say they feel so sorry for the people in Gaza, that they're all being just citizens being brutalized and killed by Israel. She made this comment. They said, what do you have to say about your time in Gaza? She says, I experienced hell. Everyone there is a terrorist. Now listen, she's saying everyone there is a terrorist. She lived in a home of a family. A family is where she lived most of the time she was there. He says, there are, she said, there are no such innocent uh, civilians 
in Gaza. Not one. So people understand this. Even those people were trying to say, oh, we feel so sorry for them. She's saying, hey, they're not innocent civilians. They are going along with the program. Shannon, I've said a lot. I have a couple things to add to this. First of all, I concur with EJ. I believe Obama is presently in his third term as president. The question is, in November, will he see a fourth term? Okay, moving on. Gaza, Hamas, Hezbollah, they've had it for almost 20 years. A lot of people forget the footage of seeing Israel forced to dispossess their own people from the land. People that were out there, Gaza was blossoming. And they were had to, literally carried out by both their arms, their houses bulldozed. And that land was turned over to these terrorist groups. And they've had now almost 20 years, Hamas and Hezbollah. What have they done with it? It didn't look like San Diego, California. Now it looks like Tijuana, Mexico, if you've ever seen the border. Difference day and night. And not only have they destroyed it, but look at all the underground tunnels that they've been building with money that was supposed to help people over there and all the missiles that have been fired off from that area they've used it as nothing more but a launching pad for further attacks against israel their leadership has went on record they don't want gaza alone they want everything that god gave to israel they want jerusalem they want all the jews out of the land and push them into the sea when are people going to wake up the same spirit that was alive in world war ii that rose up through Adolf Hitler, is alive and well today. They killed six million Jews before. These demons want to do the same again today. And we're funding this anti-Semitism. And America's going to be in some serious trouble because when we get in the way of God and we try to tell God what he can do with his own land, judgment's coming. My question tonight is, the Sodomocrat party is not going to go silently into the night of November. Are we looking at another January 6th style false flag that they're going to create next? Back to you. History reveals. Again, you look at Daniel and Daniel 2, 31 through 38. Four beast empires, the Babylonians, the Persians, Greco-Macedonians, and Romans. These four empires were led by men with the heart and mind of a beast. And they committed horrific human atrocities. Now, I'm going to read out of the trumpet, January 2024, betraying Israel in its hour of need. Biden and Obama's response to Hamas massacre is layered with even more deception. Yes, Biden has expended taxpayer dollars for Israel's rocket interceptor missiles, but he's also directed expenditure of taxpayer dollars that the terrorists used to launch the rockets in the first place. He reversed policy from President Donald Trump and resumed sending hundreds of millions to Palestinians, including Hamas. Obama, during his presidency, now through Biden, saved Iran's radical dictatorial terrorist-sponsoring Islamic regime from at least one popular uprising by the Iranian people and from the U.S.-led sanctions and financial and economic ruin through a consistent series of shocking decisions. These have included $2 billion in cash in 2015 and 16, 
the infamous nuclear deal of January 16, 2016, $6 billion promised on the anniversary of 9-11 in 2023, $10 billion released in November 2023. Biden and Obama have also both engaged in rhetoric equivalent to both sides are to blame. EJ? Find one thing about those who are, are, are fighting the battle, they always want to blame the other party. And you don't see Israel really blaming the other party. You see Israel saying, hey, this is what they did to us. If you're a family member here in America, and just remember one thing I want to say, they want, the Muslim nation wants to destroy Israel. They also want to destroy America. And you Americans that are listening to this, they are going to come after you if this doesn't get stopped. And I remember one of the members of, uh, in Israel that I, that I met, he said, don't mess with Israel. But he didn't change it. He says, don't mess with the God of Israel. These people are messing with the God of Israel. How long is it going to be before God puts his hand down and says, enough's enough? Well, you better be ready because we're coming into those times. Biden and Obama have both engaged in rhetoric equivalent to both sides are to blame. Biden was accused of talking one way to Democratic Islamic supporters and another to Democratic Jewish supporters. It also emerged that the U.S. government was forcing Israel to delay its ground invasion into Gaza and its Hamas strongholds. At the same time, Kamala Harris delivered attention to a national strategy to encounter Islamophobia. Obama, while issuing statements appearing to support Israel, also said things that clearly undermine that support. November 4, 2023 interview, for example, he said, if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And then you have to admit nobody's hands are clean. That all of us are complicit to some degree. No, Obama, you are complicit. I'm not. He said that what, what's happening to the Palestinians is unbearable. He also warned that Israel's counterattack could ultimately backfire. This will certainly prove to be true if he has anything to do with it. Statements like these portray Israel as part of the problem rather than a clear victim of racist, genocidal butchery. Can you imagine President Franklin Roosevelt responding to the Nazis by hyping a national strategy to counter German phobia and telling the Jews nobody's hands are clean. Shannon? Look, I have a solution for all this right now. We can end the war today. Just take all these people, the Palestinians, and give them San Francisco. They can have it. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had over an estimated one million people come through the border in December alone. The true number will never be known. When we forced... Uh, collectively, America, the United Nations, for Israel to give up the land back in uh, 2006. Ariel Sharon was struck down. He died. Uh, excuse me, he went into a coma. I don't think that was an accident. I think the judgment of the Lord fell on him. And for America, look what happened. We had Hurricane Katrina. As we were forcing the Jewish people to be displaced, look at how many Americans got displaced. It's not good to get in the way of God's plan for Israel and try to tell Israel that they can't have what God deeded them in the word of God. Are we going to agree with God or not? Many of the church need to read the Bible. God said it belongs to Israel. 
It's Israel's. It should be closed and shut, but it's not. And we're in for some serious trouble. Judgments are already, I believe, <clears throat> pouring out on our country. There's a verse that talks about God will, Jehovah of hosts hath sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. Jeremiah 51, 14. Are we seeing the judgment of God now being unfolded with our own land being overrun because our ways do not please the Lord, because we're standing against Israel instead of standing for them, because we're murdering the innocent, because we're promoting homosexuality? Back to you. I think the judgments are falling. We're in some serious trouble. Since President Bill Clinton pushed through the Oslo One Accord in 1993, on the White House lawn with Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Ravin, Palestinian terrorist Yasser Arafat, the United States government has repeatedly pressured Israel to release prisoners and cede land and control to its Islamic insurgents. Now, Hamas has turned down this two-state solution five times. They don't want it. But still, the United States keeps pushing Israel to give more and more and more land back. For instance, Jericho, Gaza were given back. Bethlehem, Jenin, Nablus, Ramallah, Turkum, Hebron, and other West Bank areas. Southern Lebanon, 2000. The rest of Gaza, 2005. Jericho and Gaza, 1994, Bethlehem, Jenin, Rala, again, Turkum, 1995. They keep giving more and more land back, even though there's no, no two-state solution, even though the other side swears to kill him, wipe him off the face of the earth. Israel should not give one inch back. Frankly, my counsel is for Israel to have no ceasefire you must take them out. It's a terrorist organization sworn to kill every Jew in Israel and then America. They don't want peace. They want war. They're not going to have a two-state solution. They want a one state, and they want to be that one state. They want all of what is now Israel, although our government keeps forcing the Israeli government to give more and more and more land back. Shannon? The time of compromise needs to stop right now. I agree. No retreat, no surrender. And we as a church need to stand unconditionally with Israel and its right to every square inch of land that God deeded them in his word. God has not rescinded his promise to give them that land and that they're going to possess it and it's their inheritance. In fact, one day they're going to get it all. But I'm here to tell you, if you and I do not stand with God, then we're against him. And you might as well say, uh, if you were alive back then when David went up against Goliath, you are actually on the side of the Philistines and Goliath. And remember, it didn't go well for Goliath. Either you're with the Lord and the Jewish people, and Jerusalem is as its internal capital, and where God has put his name, and where Jesus is coming back to rule and reign from Mount Zion, his holy hill, or you're against God. Are we with the Lord or not? Today is a day to choose, and I agree. In conclusion, Israel shouldn't give up one square inch. I say go and recover all. Let's see how much they can get back. I know the Israeli government uh, continues to warn them when they're bombing, et cetera, et cetera. They could escape 
any citizens of Gaza that want to. They've even had corridors for them to escape and passing out leaflets, etc., etc. Like was earlier mentioned, a poll was taken 75% of, if we want to call them Arabs or Palestinians, support what Hamas did. So the majority of people living in Gaza, not only Hamas, but the people they control are the Palestinians, even though there's no such thing as I earlier explained. They support what Hamas did. God holds nations responsible for its leaders and for what people do. That's why America is responsible. Why? Because our people have backed our leaders that are turning against us. God holds us responsible, not just Joe Biden and Obama. America is going to lose millions of people. And let me tell you something. The Palestinians are not innocent. They support Hamas. They are glad they did their atrocities October 7, 2023. All through America, you see demonstrations by the hundreds of thousands, Hamas demonstrations, condemning the Jews, even verbalizing attacks against them in the universities, even going so far, some of them have been harassed and beat up. Why didn't Harris come against that? Why did she just say, we can't allow Islamophobia? Open targets have been on the Jewish students and Jews in America from their places of business, going to the university studying. Why aren't they speaking against that? EJ? Basically, I recall when Russia was in USSR, the uh, chairman at that time said, you know, the way we'll take over America... We don't have to drop bombs. We don't have to fight them. We'll just join the universities, get the educators, get the teachers out there, educate the children to come against God, come against Jesus, come against Christianity, and we will take them from within. And boy, if you look at what's going on in our universities today and our high schools today, that is exactly what you see. They're not being taught how to think. They're being taught just how to, we want you to think. We don't want you to think about what we're telling you. You just do what we say. And that's what's actually happening in our schools. So that's why a lot of people say, if you got your kids in private schools, get them out because they will be destroyed. A lie. This is a lie. All Palestinians want is a two-state solution. That was spoken by the European Commission president. All Palestinians want is a two-state solution. In their charter, Hamas... They exist to kill all the Jews, and they want only one state, and that's them. They want Israel gone. Now, if this were the case, October 7 would not have happened. This is because Gaza was a two-state solution. Gaza was independent. Now, they didn't formally recognize it, the world, because Gaza would not, or Hamas would not, say Israel has a right to exist. They denied it. So internationally, they did not have that state. But practicality, Gaza was a two-state solution. Hamas has its own government, laws, military, and foreign policy. It has its own border force monitoring who goes in, who goes out of Gaza. It has its own economy, mainly comprised of humanitarian aid and clandestine funding from Iran and Qatar. 
The only things Israel shared with Gaza were the shekel as currency and some utilities. Compared to the West Bank, Gaza's relationship with Israel were much more straightforward. There were no squabbles over who controls what sectors. There were no conflicts between Gazans and Israeli settlements. All Israeli settlements were abandoned in 2005. There were no disputes over who would control holy sites on the border. Israel treated Gaza as an independent state. And if Gaza had declared independence and peace, Israel would have recognized it immediately. Gaza does not exist as a diplomatic recognized state because that would mean they have to recognize Israel, something Gaza will never do. It also wants to control the West Bank. But Hamas' priority is the destruction of the Zionist regime. So here they have total control. There's only a border like other states. Both Israel and Hamas see who goes in and out. Just like I'm going to Kenya. i got to show my passport who goes in and out. But Israel has not controlled Gaza since 2000. Five. Shannon? I want to say this about terrorists like Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Iranian government. You cannot negotiate with a terrorist. Why? Because they don't repent. That means to change their ways. And so whatever deal you cut, thinking you're going to solve the problem, they're going to ultimately break, and then they're going to repeat the cycle again, attack you over and over again as many times as it takes until either they're dead or you and I are destroyed. So there can be no negotiations here. Israel needs to stick to their guns to hell with what America tells them to do or anybody else. It's their land. They need to take it back and not give up a square inch. Now, that's what I would like to see. Anything else, you're setting yourself up for a fall because it's concrete what the intentions of Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran are. They want everything, and they will not stop until they have it, or they are stopped. Back to you. Another lie you've listened to, that Gaza is an open-air prison. By the Human Rights Watch, Israel and Palestine director. <clears throat> now, conditions in Gaza are harsh, but that's because of Hamas. It's Hamas that tortures dissidents. It's Hamas that engages in turf wars with terror group rivals. It is Hamas' continuous antagonism toward Israel that forced the Jewish state to cut off trade. The same reason the United States has a blockade in against Cuba. The same reason South Korea has a blockade on North Korea. And the same reason Armenia and Hasbergen have closed borders. That did not prevent Israel from letting Gaza share its electricity and water. And that did not prevent Israel from letting hundreds of millions of dollars worth of foreign aid from entering Gaza, even though Hamas takes it. Also, Gaza, calling Gaza an open-air prison implies the Gazans can't leave. That's wrong. The mere Emmet Intelligence and Terrorism Organization Information Center estimates between 250,000 and 350,000 Gazans have emigrated since Hamas took power in 2007. 
Gazans can emigrate by applying for visas on any as any national can. Thousands of Gazans have permission to work in Israel prior to October 7. Gaza also is not completely surrounded by Israel. It shares a border with Egypt. Egypt border policies were similarly restrictive before October 7. Egypt has no claim on Gaza territory. It hasn't occupied Gaza since 1967. The Israelis have not occupied Gaza since 2005. Egypt has no dog in the fight as far as a two-state solution goes. Yet it still had restrictions on who could and couldn't enter Egypt. I went into Egypt some years ago. I had to go through the border. They had to see my visa. Any country that wants to have an independent country, you need to go through the border and show a visa. They want to make sure you have legitimate reasons to come in, that you're not going to stay, you're not going to commit a crime, you're not a terrorist. So one would expect that this is normal policies, but Egypt from Gaza is one would expect dealing with a terrorist regime. So again, Egypt deals with Hamas as a terrorist regime. EJ? You know, I'm starting to talk about uh, the Obama and how he supported all of the Palestinians, the Hamas, all the Muslims and that. And he is banned at the present time for entering into Egypt because of what he's done against Egypt. It just shows you that there is a, well, border policy is, is so important. And what has America done? We're the only country in the world that has a, what we'd call an open border, even though we have borders that you have to go through if you're going to want to become into the country legally, they're crossing by the thousands every day. And our government is allowing that in every time a country allows anything like that to take place, destruction will happen. You have to protect your borders of your country, period. This is all part of the New World Order, the One World Government. All over the world now, there's been opening of borders. They're putting pressure on all countries. Central South America, that's why they're coming to America. There's open borders. Countries are crashing. So Europe, look at their open borders. Islam has taken over all of Europe. They're raping their citizens in Sweden and other countries. Now they're finally starting to deport them. But this open border policy is part of the one world government, the new world order. That's why Biden is pushing it. He's a one world man. Shannon? Absolutely. It's in the UN's own stated documents of their plan to um, resettle people into America. Ultimately, we would be turned into a third world nation. Millions have come in. Millions. This year, it's going to be the same. There's caravans headed for America. It's the only country right now that's got a wide open border. Anybody can come. I live here in Bali. A taxi driver said, it sure is hard to make money here in Indonesia. This is about the only way I can make money. I said, well, here's what you do. You fly to Mexico tomorrow and you can go into America. He said, really? Yeah. I said, they'll give you a cell phone. They'll give you a cash card, a ticket to any city you want. And you don't have to show up for court to hear your case for seven to 10 years. Why not? Everybody else is doing it. And you ask yourself, why this insanity? Of course, it's a double standard. I'm married to an Indonesian wife. I'd just like to come back and see some of my family. You think I can come in? State Department tells me I have to apply. I got to give them a mountain of paperwork. And it'll take nine months to give me a decision. And they have to be convinced that if they give me a visa to visit, that I'll 
exit with my wife. I mean, what's going on here? I believe the truth of it is we've got wicked politicians who are saying we're going to open up the border and these hundred million illegals that we're going to allow to come in are going to be a new silent majority, if you will. And they're going to vote for us and allow us to stay in office into perpetuity. <coughs> uh, so you've got the globalists who want to sink our country. And then you've got wicked politicians that want to hold on to their office. Both don't bode well for America if it's allowed to continue. How many jobs do we have right now? If you have a million that come in. Well, Biden doesn't want them to support themselves. He wants them to crash the American economy and move us into a new world order. This is purposely being driven to topple the republic, a communist takeover. They want to become part of a one world government. This is a deliberate act of treason. And uh, before I go on to a more serious note, Shannon, don't advise any more people to come to America. <laughs> How about San Francisco? We can let them have yeah, that. Yeah, take them to San Francisco. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's a communist uh, governor. But, uh, boy, we don't need them in the rest of America. But anyway, um, remember, Shannon, since April 2020, I've had 25 prophetic dreams. They all involve civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. We have seen civil unrest relentlessly throughout America since the dreams. Antifa, BLM, Hamas protest, they're led by Islamic and communistic professors who are terrorists themselves. We can see and smell a toxic hatred right now in America, exhibited by liberals, especially those in Congress. They are dividing America by intent, and powers are pushing for war, both civil and international. Now, Shannon, 25 prophetic dreams since April 2020. I can swear we are going to see war. Civil unrest, it's been going on. An invasion, it's here. All through America, we have enemies of America living in America. All through America. Cartels, drug addicts, smugglers, kidnappers, gangs, Hamas, Hezbollah. You have different communistic countries, Chinese spies, Russian spies, fighters. You have sleeper cells all through America. I have warned today. I did a warning today that went on Rumble. I even put it on YouTube, Facebook about these 25 prophetic dreams. I'm telling you, unless we have another great awakening, unless the church can stop this insanity by speaking the truth and bringing a revival, bringing a national repentance, war is coming. Civil war is coming. I am telling you, and we're also going to be attacked, not only internally by these people coming in, these fighters, other countries are going to attack us, including nuclear I'm telling you, millions are going to die, and it's going to come out of nowhere, just like October 7, 2023. We're going to be in civil war out of nowhere. Open our eyes one day, and it's here. Shannon? Absolutely. You know, this is a fulfillment of the warning that the Lord has been giving you now, and the other prophets of God, they're hearing the same thing, like the late Dimitri Dudeman, David Wilkerson before him, that... Uh, judgments coming on America. You know, the Lord showed you and you 
went out and gave the warning, 98 to 2008, you begin to warn the people back then. Nuclear, biological, chemical attack was coming, stark market collapse. We were going to have invasion to the borders. We had an, an opportunity to repent. God always speaks to the prophets before he carries something out. And you gave the warning, as Dimitri Dudeman did. And uh, the Lord showed you all that judgment was, was coming. We could have repented, but I don't see any repentance going on. And I'm going to step out here. I believe that you're going to hear news very soon of a draft because America is going to war. And I think it's going to turn out so bad, both civil war and uh, with on foreign fields, that we're going to be in such a devastated state that even if we wanted to help Israel, we're not going to be able to do much to help them. I believe a great wound to America is coming. Back to you. Well, I'll go on a little bit further to uh, back you and support you up on there. I wrote... It's on my website, worldministries.org, the next four world wars. And uh, the North, kings of the North, I quoted their allies, they're going to attack the kings of the South. They're going to defeat them. The kings of the North and the kings of the West are going to fight. We're part of the kings of the West. We lose. Then the kings of the North and the kings of the East. Kings of the East wins. Although the kings of the North and East, then the remnant will join in it move into Israel and Armageddon. We are going to lose our superpower status. Now get and understand this clearly. In the past, we have defeated other world wars. Why? Because of our Judeo-Christian values. We came against evil, but now we are evil. That's what Eagle Saving Nations is all about. We've got to get into the stadiums. Pentecost has to come down. I lead Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. Join Eagles Saving Nations. Our government can't stop it. They're evil. Only the church can stop it. If we can unite, come together with Pentecost, the power of God, so we go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation. We don't even want to open our mouth at the grocery store. If you don't say anything against evil, then evil prevails. And people accept immorality. The church has got to have backbone once again and roar like a lion. We've got to have Pentecost. Eagles saving nations. We've got to get into the stadiums with millions and millions and millions of the church going out, filled with the power of God, as warriors roaring like a lion. That's the only thing that's going to save America. <coughs> Another great awakening, a national repentance. I'm afraid millions are going to die before we do that, before we take it seriously. EJ? Yeah, the, the warning message that you got back in <coughs> 1998, 90, well, you were still in Africa. 95, I started. And uh, it's called the warning. And remember, what the church is supposed to do is to warn people concerning the second coming. We prepared people for the second coming of the Lord. John the Baptist prepared the first one. We are to prepare the people for the second coming because all of this junk and crap and killing is going to go on. But we have to prepare the people with their hearts, turn them over to the Lord, and let the Lord then come and rule in our lives so we can be a blessing to those and have them ready for the second coming of our Lord. Daniel 7, 3, we see these same four beastly empires. <clears throat> the four great beasts came from the sea, each different from the other. Dear Saint, as Nebuchadnezzar lived like a wild beast, no longer with the heart of a man, so the Babylonian system has continued 
to leaders with the minds of wild animals, the Persians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Europeans. Leaders like Hitler, Mussolini, have all been cursed to be led by men who no longer have a human heart but that of a savage beast animal. Again, like I said, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, Lenin, Mazi Tung, and we can go on and on. I hope I've made it very, very clear how serious the situation in America and the world is. Only the influence of the Christians who have enough righteousness in them to combat evil forces has historically turned back the tide of evil beast-like men with no heart or mind. If we don't have another great awakening, now the Republic of America will fall. Millions of Americans will die. True Christians will become the enemy of the state. Please join Eagle Saving Nations today, worldministries.org. Also get my book, The Science of Judgment. Support World Ministries International. Help me go to Israel again to meet with the World Jewish Congress and different members of the Knesset. Help me to share truth with them. I'm going to warn them what's going to come upon them in the future. And I'm telling you, Shannon, you can't just, you can't trust Germany or the Vatican, and they both are going to move in to Israel. The Vatican has always wanted Jerusalem. The Vatican is a communist. This current pope, he's an apostate. He's going to betray Israel. Germany right now is standing behind Israel. You can't trust them. They started World War I, World War II. They're going to move into Israel with the Vatican. Again, help me go to Israel and warn them what countries are doing who think and try to betray. They try to treat them as a friend, but they're going to betray them as an enemy. They're going to betray them. They're their enemy, although they're acting as a friend. So ladies and gentlemen, if you need to and want to do anything for Israel, help me go to Israel. Send in another gift. Address it to Israel. Worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. PayPal. Zell. Reference for Zell. Warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Phone number 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Call up and make a donation. Take all credit cards. Write a check. Address it to WMI. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Time is critically short. Again, I've been invited by Shai Hermish, the World Jewish Congress, be meeting with him, as well as different members of the Knesset. I need to give direction. What is going to happen in the future? Don't trust this new world order that's coming. Hey, this is, this is what God says. Need to also help them rebuild a destroyed lives. Shannon? Absolutely. I believe we could be on the eve of the great tribulation and the war of the saints that the Bible talks about. And I believe that 2024, we got a new year here. This is a year to go all in for Jesus. This is a year, year to stand unconditionally with Israel and its right to its land and the Jewish people. And this is the, the time to do something. Folks, before there's no more opportunity, when night comes, no man can work. Encourage everybody to stand with World Ministries International. Get this warning message out. Become a member of Eagle Saving Nations. We're not to back down from the forces of darkness. 
And I can tell you, having worked with WMI now for over 20 years, they don't back down. They're out there sounding the alarm, trying to win souls for Jesus, doing all they can to stop the demonic forces. And if not now, when, folks? If not you, who's going to do the job? God oftentimes looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. He's looking for people to stand in the gap for America, for Israel, for the nations. And this is the time to do it. Time to go all in for Jesus in 2024. Encourage you to come aboard with WMI. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for giving me the honor to be here and input on the conversation today. And I want to say hello to everybody there in the studio audience. We love you. And I'm looking forward to some uh, great testimony for Christ partnering with you this year in 2024. Back to you. Well, I want to thank you so much, Shannon. You're a warrior, and uh, we truly here uh, appreciate you. We pray for you, and, and we love you. So uh, continue to sound the alarm like I am, and let's let our voice roar like a lion, like the Bible says. God bless you. One more question. If someone would like to call your office or write in, can you give out a phone number and an address, please? 360-629-5248. Again, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. They can give that way. PayPal, Zelle, and others. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Address the check to WMI. That's WMI. Also, my wife leads the Dorcas Fund for Widows and Orphans. If you want to help us that way, in Kenya, we want to help widows and orphans. We want to help them also in Israel. And uh, there are widows and orphans. So uh, help us help them, as well as me speaking to the leaders. Uh, God richly bless you. Please tell Sister Hansen anytime she's ready, we'll find her a slot. We'd love to have her back on and preach. And looking forward to be with you all again next week. Would you like to close us in prayer? Okay, and she's okay. sitting in the audience, so she heard your uh, invitation. <laughs> Father God, thank you, Lord, for this program, uh, Omega Man Radio. I thank you for Shannon. I thank you that he's gone out fearlessly, and uh, he puts himself on the line, and I, I just praise God for him. He's good fruit, good son. Thank you, dear God, for the staff of World Ministries International as we sound the alarm and against all manner of attacks that we've had against us. Help us to continue to grow more and more powerfully, more and more airtime, international, national stations, going to the nations, sounding the alarm. Provide in every area so we can do what you want us to do to represent you to every person on earth, every leader on earth, every nation. Uh, again, bless Omega Man Radio. Bless World Ministries International. Bless the people listening. Bless them, dear God, as they sound the alarm wherever they live. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We'll see you all next time. Have a great weekend. Thank you. <laughs>